0: What is this thing called swing? What is this thing called swing? Is it jazz and drag time? Futuristic ragtime? What is this thing called swing?
1: Louis Armstrong's 1930s rendition of What Is This Thing Called Swing echoes a question that has mystified jazz musicians for a century. Just what is this thing called swing? Well, you might say that swing is a propulsive, groovy feeling that makes you want to move with the music. It's hard to put into words, but if you listen to jazz, you've probably felt it yourself. And now scientists are trying to arrive at a more exact definition of swing. And in research published in Nature Communications Physics, they have concluded that a key ingredient may be tiny timing differences between a group's soloist and its rhythm section. Downbeat delays, they say are a key component of swing jazz. Here with an upbeat explanation of the downbeat is one of the scientists who studied jazz. Theo Giselle, professor of theoretical physics at the University of Göttingen and the Max Planck Institute for Dynamics and Self-Organization in Göttingen, Germany. Dr. Giselle studies the physics of synchronization His background as a jazz musician sparked an interest in how timing affects musical perception. Also joining me is Javier Arau, a saxophonist and the founder and executive director of the New York Jazz Academy based here in New York City. Theo, Javier, welcome to Science Friday.
2: Ira, thank you for having me. Thanks. It's a pleasure.
1: Javier, how do you define swing? Is it definable?
2: Is
0: it definable? I think this is sort of the holy grail. And uh, the idea of um, tying this into science is something that really thrills me. Swing is very enigmatic, and it's very, very personal. So I do feel that people find swing in different ways. But I will agree: when you hear it, you know it. Hmm. How does swing make you feel? You say when you hear it, you know it. Uh, I'm gonna say swing makes me happy. It it really is something when the music is swinging. It's something very deeply satisfying. And from there, it can become almost cathartic, I think. It's something that no matter if it's Louis Armstrong or Charlie Parker or modern players, everyone is reaching the highest quality swing we can in jazz. And swing, by the way, transcends jazz. You can find swing in all sorts of music. Um, It's definitely an attitude and a confidence, not just the way that the beat um, relates in the music.
1: Okay, I'm gonna play two brief clips from the same song. And after hearing both of them, I want both of you to tell me which one you think swings more. Let's hear the first clip. Okay, now, the second clip. Hmm,
0: Javier, what do you think? Oh, okay. The pressure's on. I'm going to put in, <laughs> I'm going to put in my vote for number two. Why is that? Goodness. Uh, so look, I'm coming at this, not from a science angle, um, just as, as a saxophonist. And I felt like number two, the downbeats really connected a bit more strongly. I felt like there was, um, more, you mentioned propulsion at the beginning. Um, I think that's a great word. I would also say the right propulsion can lead to more momentum. Hmm. And momentum is one of the things that makes jazz, to me, really, really thrilling. So I sensed the second one, the pianist's um, downbeats were a little more connected to where the bassist and drummer were connecting. Now, just so I'm understanding, the the bass and drums, it sounded like perhaps that was a, a computer recording or like a MIDI performance and then the pianist was live. Is that? That's true. Is that what I was hearing or? Yeah.
1: Yes. Because these are actually clips, Theo, that you used in your research, right? Yes. What's the difference between them? Now, now, give us the answer.
2: (laughs) We manipulated the timing in MIDI recordings in various ways and had professional and semi-professional jazz musicians rate how much swinging these different manipulations, these different recordings were. In the recording you just played, uh, we had um, one version without any delays. One version where only the downbeats were delayed, the offbeats were synchronized with the rhythm section.
1: Delaying the downbeats, what did that do? Did that enhance the, the swing feel?
2: Yes, well, that's what we found. Um, First, I should say there there are, of course, several ingredients, several components that contribute to swing. And the most uh, obvious one that everybody can hear is the so-called swing ratio, or it's the ratio between uh, downbeats and offbeats. Some people even believe that, that this is swing, and that's all. But jazz musicians know that uh, this is not the case. There is more to it, as Javier just explained.
1: And, and you found that delaying the downbeat, I'm reading from your paper, made it seven and a half times more likely that a jazz musician would rate the recording as swinging, right?
2: That's it. Exactly. But only delaying the downbeats, if we delay both downbeats and offbeats, then it doesn't make a difference. It, it doesn't increase or enhance the swing feel.
1: Huh. How do you, how do you react to that, uh, Javier? Do, do you notice yourself doing this when you play? You know, anecdotally, I
0: think back to when I was first learning jazz, you know, take, I'm thinking back when I was 13, 14 years old, I was a very excited player and I had so many mentors Who would hear me play and say, Javier, you got to just calm down. You got (laughs) to relax when you play. And So, you know, I'm hearing this and um, it makes perfect sense to me because I do feel as jazz musicians, we're maintaining a certain awareness that's very high. Yet at the same time we really have to approach the music in a, in a really relaxed state. That's hard to achieve because so much in music performance takes a, a critical ear, very quick thinking. I think a next step uh, reasonably is to include say a live bassist um, to play that walking bass line, to play those downbeats because ultimately the beat, um, is is alive? It's a very human element, and just the way two musicians interact, um, maybe that is the next step. Um, I'm curious what happens um, after these studies. You know,
2: I fully agree; would be worthwhile having several musicians play simultaneously, but uh, that's very difficult because the bass has so low frequencies. It is much more difficult to determine the tone onsets of the bass. What about
1: vocalists? Do they do the same thing?
2: Well, we could do that, but as I said, it's much more complicated determining the tone onsets. With vocalists and especially with bass, it's much more complicated. Uh, It's very tedious and and not as accurate.
0: Yeah, I can imagine, because piano, it's essentially a percussion instrument, so you have in MIDI terms, key on, key off, you can measure that, but if you if I think about any vocalist, there are aspirations, there's diction, um, you know, what is the actual note? When does it start? It's the same thing for us on saxophone. How do we know exactly where that beat starts? It's hard to say.
1: Hmm. Javier, do these new findings change? How you might teach jazz to your students? what I love is that it's quantified a bit. And
0: that's always helpful, I think, in teaching to be able to point students in the direction of this scientific research. And I think it's fortunate that it does support what jazz musicians have been saying for a long time. I mean, I've never met a jazz musician who says, oh, no, 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 play ahead of the beat. You know, that's not something that's really common, and, and this this goes back, you know, for
1: decades and decades. Gentlemen, I have run out of time. I want to thank both of you, uh, Theo and Javier, for taking time to talk with us today. Excellent discussion.
0: Well, it's been such a pleasure. Thank you for having us, Trevor. Well,
2: it was a pleasure for me, too. Theo
1: Giesel, Professor of Theoretical Physics at the University of Göttingen and the Max Planck Institute for Dynamics and Self-Organization in Göttingen, Germany. Javier Arau, and a saxophonist and the founder and executive director of the New York Jazz Academy company. based in New York City. Yes,
0: it don't mean a thing if it ain't got that swing.